Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Criminalia, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. Arson is a very accessible crime because fire setting requires very little effort and very few tools, whether you're talking about today or thousands of years ago. We're traveling back to medieval Scandinavia in this episode, around the time between the 10th and the 13th centuries, to understand not about the tools they used to do it, but about the concept of what's called husbrenna. In Old Icelandic, the word means house burning, which sounds like something we would want to know more about this season, so we took a look. And it's terrifying. Welcome to Criminalia. I'm Maria Tremarki. And I'm Holly Fry. Just a word up front, Icelandic is a hard language. <laughs> so uh, we will struggle with some of these pronunciations. We are doing our very, very best. I will say, having been fortunate enough to spend time in Iceland, everyone there had incredible grace about uh, people and their poor pronunciation. So I hope you will extend that grace if you are a native speaker. <laughs> and now, moving on with our story. Husbrenna was a form of homicide by arson that was used to settle vendettas. It was sometimes used during political conflicts. Its sole purpose, make no mistake, was assassination. It was well-planned murder. If you've been listening along during this season of firebugs, it probably comes as no surprise. Humans have been burning things for a very long time. Man-made fires can define human relationships. For centuries and beyond, we've used fire viciously to destroy what doesn't belong to us 
And sometimes what does? It can be used as an act of terror. Arson can be a criminal individual act, and it can be an effective means of collective violence as well. And in medieval Scandinavia, it was used as an act of homicide and revenge. To really get a good look at Husbrenna, we need to turn to the sagas. In Icelandic, saga means history, but it can also mean story. The sagas aren't historical record, but they are considered historical stories. They're based on historical events, but the telling is assumed to have been embellished over time. There may be a ghost or two, but the plot is grounded in real life. The sagas of Icelanders were spoken in oral tradition long before the stories were written down. That didn't happen until the 13th and 14th centuries. The written stories are considered the recorded oral history of events that took place between the 9th and the 11th centuries in Iceland. Their source materials come from a few places. Oral tradition and legend are a big piece, as we just said. They also rely on the Book of Settlements, which deals with medieval lawsuits, and the Book of the Icelanders, which chronicles the growth of Christianity throughout Iceland at that time. You'll find house burning in a few sagas, some in great detail, while others more in passing. The most descriptive and developed story about arson as revenge in the sagas is the story of Njál. Also called the Saga of the Burning of Njál, or the Story of Burnt Njál, it describes events between 960 and 1020. And like other sagas of Icelanders, its writer is anonymous. Were these characters real? Well, probably. For instance, the deaths of the two main characters in the story of Njal are also referred to in other sources, and that's led a lot of experts to believe that they were real people rather than a composite or a work of fiction. Is their story in the saga factual? Again, maybe. But their story does describe something that was very real. There are three main episodes in this saga, including the death of Gunnar, the birth of Njal, and the revenge of Cori. Each episode is rich and full of many characters and subplots, but of them we are most interested in Njal. There are a few more things to note about the sagas. Not all translations are equal, but the main plot holds. So if our version sounds a little different than the one you know, that's probably why. And also, people interpret these stories in the sagas in many different ways, such as all fact, or all fiction, or as a political statement about the era, you name it. To talk about Neil's story, we'll first have to talk a little about Gunnar's story. If you're familiar with this saga, you'll see very quickly that we're staying very high level. This is a story of a hero warrior named Gunnar of Hildurendi and his friend, an influential politician and lawyer named Niel Thorgerson. As the plot unfolds, Gunnar's wife, Hildgerd, instigates a feud that turns out to cause the deaths of several people, including Gunnar and Niel. It's a story about the consequences of feud violence and of using vengeance as a defense, and in particular, in defense of your or your family's honor. We're going to take a break here for a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll get into the story of these men, as well as just a whole bunch of murder. Can I 
rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Listen, you listen to true crime podcasts. You know that the world can be dangerous and unpredictable and that there will unfortunately be people who want to hurt each other. And so it's kind of nice to get a little peace of mind by having a good home security system. Just take a few precautions. And I recommend looking at Simply Safe Home Security. I've had my home broken into in the past and it was a terrible feeling, even though nothing that bad really happened. Aside from an intruder, I just really like knowing that I have a security setup that lets me check in on my pets when I'm not home. That is a huge peace of mind giver when I am out traveling. Simply Safe sent me a whole home security system, and I was really, really impressed by the variety of indoor and outdoor cameras they offer. And the whole thing is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash criminalia. That's simplysafe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash criminalia. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, everybody, it's Holly. Listen, I've been doing stuff on stage since I was a kid, which means that I have been doing my makeup since I was a kid. And I can turn out a look when I need to, but on my day to day, I really like to keep it a little more relaxed and low key. I don't have time for a full face most of the time. But that also means that Thrive Cosmetics can have me covered no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm doing something on stage, like I have an appearance or a live show, or I'm just running to the grocery store. Something in their line is perfect. And what I really love and what's important to me is that they are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And to me, cruelty-free is very important in the cosmetics I use. I mentioned that I've been doing my makeup for a long time. I've gotten older <laughs> in that time. And one of the things that I've done to refresh my look is switch over to their brilliant eye brighteners and use something like a rose gold shade to really like go all around my eye and then just blend it out and get a daytime smoky look. It makes me look a little more youthful and more refreshed. And it's just easy as pie. And it means that I don't have to mess with a whole ton of products. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash criminalia. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash Criminalia for 10% off your first order. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. 
Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's meet Niel and Gunnar and their families. Niel was the son of Thorgeir Gelling. He lived at Borgthergsnoll with his wife Bergthora, who was described as brave-hearted and hard-tempered. The two had three biological sons, though some tellings of the story suggest they also had three daughters as well. Neil was very active, fostering other children and young adults, too. It's said that Neil was wealthy and handsome. Descriptions of him call him out for not wearing a beard, which was unusual. Most of his peers did. His saga story describes him as a wise man and a lawyer who gave solid counsel. He was also called a, quote, gentle and a generous man. He was influential in the rise of Christianity in the region, and he was also influential with the Althing, which was founded in the year 930, and today that is one of the oldest surviving parliaments in the world. In this saga, Gunnar and Niel's families are feuding. As we mentioned before the break, we need to begin with Gunnar before we talk about the burning of Niel. Their stories are tightly woven together. Gunnar's story sets Niel's death in motion. The family feud began after Bergthora made a perceived-to-be-rude remark to Helgard. The insult, as Helgard saw it, was specifically that Bergthora asked her to move a few seats over to accommodate arriving guests at their table. But if Helgard moved to a different chair, it meant she'd then be seated at a lower-ranking position at the table. And that request was so offensive to her that things escalated to murder. Seven murders, in fact. In retaliation for the comment, Helgard schemed to have one of Bergthora's servants killed in an act of revenge. Bergthora then sought out her own revenge by arranging six killings. Six of Helgard's servants died, and each murder is described as worse than the one before it. The husbands paid financial settlements to the families according to the status of each of the victims, as was the law. There were two basic types of settlements, or punishments, outlying and fines. Though the Scandinavian medieval era was violent, it wasn't chaos. There were established laws applied in a law-like code of conduct manner. Gunnar and Niel perhaps amazingly remained friends through this. Not too long after the murder spree, famine struck the area. Gunnar, the story goes, reached out to his neighbor, a man named Otkel Skarfsson, for help. Perhaps he could spare some food or hay. But Otkel refused the request. And in retaliation, Halgerd sent a servant to steal food and hay from him, with instructions to also burn down Otkel's shed. Gunnar, when he finds this out, was, as you can imagine, angry. His attempts to make amends with his neighbor, with compensation as by law, were rebuffed. We're kind of speeding our way through Gunnar's story, but it's pretty clear. Things just kept getting worse. One day, Otkel, still not talking to his neighbor, lost control of one of his horses, and Gunnar was accidentally injured. In response, Otkel's friend, a man named Skamko, started up a rumor that this powerful warrior, Gunnar, cried when he was accidentally cut in a horse accident. Well, I mean, that kind of insult just cannot be left alone. In an act of revenge for his honor, Gunnar, with his brother, who often fought alongside him, killed them both and paid for it in silver at the Althing. 
Niall immediately prophesied that if Gunnar killed two members of the same family, he would die. And he reportedly told Gunnar, quote, this will be the beginning of your many slayings. Nefarious plots to get Gunnar to kill Otkel's son, Thorgair, in order for Niall's prophecy to be fulfilled quickly went into motion. Some translations we read suggest before any of those acts of revenge could come to pass, Gunnar was exiled from Iceland for three years as settlement for murder. Other translations are more detailed and suggest he was exiled for the murder of Thorgair. It turns out, though, he, he didn't actually leave. He started on his way, but then just went home to his farm. It wasn't as peaceful as it may sound, though. Not leaving Iceland meant he was considered an outlaw, and that meant anyone could legally kill him. And, perhaps unsurprisingly, given this circumstance, he was ambushed. For a while, he was able to defend himself in his home until his bowstring was cut and Halgerd refused to give him a hair from her head to fix it. According to the saga, this was her act of retaliation for Gunnar's anger at her after she stole from Otkel. Some of those who were trying to kill Gunnar proposed burning him in his home, the act of Hosbrenna, but others agreed it would be shameful to do so to a great warrior. Eventually, they decided to remove the roof from his home to extract him. They did this and then they killed him. After Gunnar killed two men and wounded eight more in this fight for his life, some of his enemies wondered if they should have maybe just burned him inside of his house instead, saying it would have actually saved lives. His killing was arbitrated at the Althing. By law, no compensation could be given for Gunnar's death. But the Nielsens, that simply means Niels' sons, decided to seek blood vengeance. Gunnar's death was really disturbing to Niel. The two had been friends for a really long time. As a peacemaker in his region, he argued only a few of the murderers be killed in retaliation, and that there was no point in killing all of them as revenge. Gunnar's spirit appeared to Niel and his sons, reiterating his life's charge that he'd, quote, rather die than surrender. Niel's eldest son, Skarpedden, Known to be hot-headed with a violent streak, considered it a, quote, message for us. It was a message for sure, but that didn't mean it was a directive. So let's keep going. Two of Niall's sons barely escaped with their lives while on a trip to Norway with a companion, Thren Sigfusson. And upon returning home, they blamed the whole ordeal on Thren. Thren was Gunnar's uncle, and as part of a settlement between families, Niel had been fostering Hoskuld, Thren's son, for years. It was said that Hoskuld resembled Niel more than some of his biological children, in that he was, quote, soft-spoken and generous, a calm man, yet very skilled with arms. He never spoke ill of anyone. Niel, always the peacemaker, suggested that they should make amends with Thren's family. And his sons, well, they gave it a try, but they were met with insults. As things seemed to do in the story of Niel, things escalated. And that's because this is what would have been considered an illegal slander. The feud came to a head between the Nielsens and Thren on an ice floe. Skarpanen, his ice axe in his hand as he slid toward Thren on the ice river, swung and delivered a crushing blow. 
He beheaded him, splitting Thren's skull down to the jaw. Niel gets drawn into feuds through no fault of his own, and this time it was through the actions of his sons. It's Valgard the Grey, an unlikable and unpopular man, who initiates a plot to kill Niel and his family. Why? Well, when Valgard returned from travel abroad, he found that his chieftaincy was failing under his son Mord, and he saw that Niel's foster son, Hoskuld, was flourishing as a priest. Seeing that his power was falling and Hoskuld's was growing, he vowed revenge on Hoskuld and Niel's family. With Valgard's plan in motion, it was Mord who went to work turning the Nielsens against their foster brother, telling them that Hoskuld was their father's favorite and that Hoskuld was plotting to kill them. And then, vice versa. He told Hoskuld that the Nielsens, the family that had been his very own for years, planned to kill him. But Hoskuld wasn't actually so sure about this. After all, he'd been friends with Scarpedon for a very long time. But it did work on the Nielsens. We're going to take a break for a word from our sponsor, and when we return, we'll get right back to how Niels' sons murdered their foster brother. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. 
Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back to Criminalia. Let's talk about how the burning of Neil comes to an end, and then one more story of Husbrenna to share. The Nielsens traveled to Hoskolt's farm with murder on their minds, and they killed him as he was working in his fields. One character in the saga stated of the incident, quote, Hoskolt was killed for less than no reason. Niel, unaware of the unfolding events, was devastated by his son's actions and foretold, as he did with Gunnar, that they would die as a consequence. The case was called to the Althing to determine the settlement. Neil pled to the court that he would rather his biological sons had died than Hoskold, whom he loved. He begged for a monetary settlement to be made. A man named Thorhall Asgrimson, who had been fostered in Neil's home and learned law from him, defended the Nielsens, and it should have destroyed the prosecution's case when he let drop that Mord didn't reveal himself as an assailant in the killing of Hoskull. But it didn't matter. It turned out to be a crime settled outside the Althing. About 100 men, friends, allies, and kinsmen took the matter into their own hands. They were led by a man named Flossi Thordersen, a powerful chieftain who did not like Njol, and who also happened to be Hoskull's uncle by marriage. Flossi didn't immediately volunteer as the ringleader of a homicidal gang. After Hoskull's death, Flossi told his niece, Hildegon, that he was willing and able to settle her husband's death honorably with silver, saying, quote, I shall press your claims to the limit of the law, or else conclude a settlement which will satisfy all good men and the demands of honor. Hildegon, however, insisted the debt be paid with blood vengeance. When Flossie consults with Hoskell's uncles, they want vengeance against the Nielsens too, although one was willing to reconcile. So it was decided to burn the house, which they surrounded so that no one could escape the blaze. Flossi initially said that any women could leave before they ignited the dwelling. And then he also invited Neil and Bergthora, who had stayed, to leave, but they replied basically that they had accepted the consequences of their family's actions, and they refused the offer. They chose to die together with their sons and their grandson, Thor. In the end, 11 people died to restore another's honor in this act of Husbrenna. People were outraged by this assassination. Flossi, despite his role in the violence, also did not celebrate the punishment, saying, quote, This burning will lead to many of our deaths, and others will lose all their wealth. And he was right. That did all come to pass. This isn't the only saga featuring Husbrenna. One of the most infamous incidents can be found in the Strelunga saga, which mostly covers the history of Iceland between the years 1117 and 1264. It includes the story of Fluamiri, which is often called the best-known example of this type of arson. Also known as Flugamirabrenna, or the fire at Flugamiri, this act of fiery homicide happened on October 22, 1253 and it's considered to be the worst single act of brutality in the age of the Stirlings. 
This time, the mid-13th century was a bloody period in Icelandic history, marked by numerous conflicts among local chieftains, and it followed the era's obsession with honor and blood feud. This story has lived on in folktales for centuries. Flugimiri was an ancient manor on a farm in Bluntos. During the age of the Stirlungs, a chieftain named Gissur Thorvalsson, who later became the only Icelandic earl, called the place home. Gissur, who belonged to the clan of Hakadalur, was an enemy of the clan of Sturlungar, and the families had a long and violent history between them. In this part of the Flugamiri story, though, we find Gissur trying to make peace and stem the tide of bloodshed. But his attempts at reconciliations were fruitless. Unlike Gissur, the Sturlungs weren't interested in any kind of reconciliation. There was too much bad blood between the families. When his eldest son, Halor, as part of the attempted reconciliation, married the daughter of Sturla Thordarsson, head of the Sturling family, they attempted to assassinate Gissur during the two-day wedding feast. It's said to have happened after the wedding guests had left, but some translations note that as many as 30 people may have been inside. A group of about 40 men surrounded the dwelling and ignited it. In the end, 25 people died. The bride was able to escape. The groom jumped out of a window, but the gang attacked him, hitting him on the head and nearly severing one of his legs. He survived the night because a nearby monk brought him to a neighboring church, literally dragged him to it. But despite that monk's efforts, Haller died the next morning. While Gisser was able to escape by hiding in a barrel of yogurt, or perhaps, as some versions say, a barrel of whey, his wife, Groa, and their sons died in the fire. After such an act of terror, there are still remnants of an old fort from the age of the Sturlungs at the site, which today is home to a horse farm that, yes, you can visit if you so choose. Right? What a... Man. (laughs) I am... So ready for a bit of lighter fluid. I am too. What a story. So, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I have been lucky enough to visit Iceland, and I quite fell in love with it. And I will say, if you've ever been to Iceland, you would know that it would be downright criminal to make a cocktail inspired by an Icelandic story and not use... A spirit that is can be a little hard to come by. So I have backups, just know. <laughs> but it's it's called Brennavin, and it is the national spirit of Iceland. And it is, depending on who you ask, sub-category of aquavit. It's very similar in taste. Or very different from aquavit, depending on <laughs> But it is a thousand percent delicious. I don't usually like to do those. Hey, that's not a real number, but it's that good. I love it. It tastes like very strongly of caraway. Oh. Which is very interesting and delicious. Very interesting. I also like aquavit, which I know not everybody loves these, but aquavit is your backup. If you cannot get Brennavin where you live, I will say if you live like in the U.S. and you're in the Northeast, you're probably going to find Brennavin. It's not that hard. I did some searching online before we got in here and I... Definitely found lots of liquor stores in like New York, D.C., Boston, those areas. You got it. Go get your Brennavin because it's amazing. (laughs) And in Iceland, you'll often drink it just ice cold like a shot, like straight. Mm -hmm. 
But in the way that I usually do while traveling, I try to make friends with bartenders and hopefully not be an irritant, but just be a cool customer. And in talking to one of the bartenders in our hotel in Reykjavik, we were discussing Brennevin and I was like, oh, I'm so tempted to put it in every single cocktail. And I had been drinking a lot of Moscow mules, as had my friends. Wonderful bartender said, we should try putting it in a mule. He was right. (laughs) Oh, really? That's excellent. That is what we're having today is a mule that I am calling level-headed because, gosh, I wish all these people had been a little more level-headed. And I will say, if you doubt the deliciousness of the Brennevin mule, I had it, and then I got back to our table. We were there with five other people, and then everybody tasted my mule, and then we had to order six more. Like, it was (laughs) so good. People that were not in our immediate group were like, what are you drinking? And it started to spread. So this is a very easy one to make. You just make it right in the glass. You can use, you know, a mule mug, those those copper mugs. Those are used for Moscow mules because theoretically they keep everything super duper cold a little bit longer. If you also have a double walled cocktail glass, that also works great. But really just like you're going to drink it so fast, it's not going to matter. And so- <laughs> This is the very easiest. You are going to put in a half ounce of lime juice over your ice and then an ounce and a half of your Brennevin or Aquavit and then top it with ginger beer. So we're talking like four ounces or so of ginger beer. It's so good. I love when ginger beer shows up. We use a lot of it because I like it anyway, but this is really like a magical combination. Yeah, it's very yummy. I could drink these all the time. Unfortunately, Brennevin, hard to get here in Atlanta, but I'm making it happen. (laughs) Listen, I'm jumping through hoops, but it's going to get here. Here is how I would do the mocktail on this is super easy because we have done it before where I have used Aquavit and things. This is just make caraway tea. So you're just going to grind up like a tablespoon of caraway seeds, your mortar and pestle if you have one. If you don't, you can just mush them in a whatever receptacle you want with like a spoon, a wooden spoon. Uh, You're just going to pour hot water over it and let it steep for a little while. Strain that off. You could also do it if you want to simmer it in the pan, however you like to make tea. Make your caraway tea and then strain those off. Let it cool and then use it for this. That is like a great thirst quencher in hot weather, which we are having in abundance in the U.S. right now. Most of us are in the triple digits, at least on real feel, if not in actual temps. So you want a lot of cool and delicious and refreshing things. And this will fit the bill. I almost guarantee it. So I hope that you have a level head and maybe drink a level headed. (laughs) So desire. And I want to thank everybody again for spending time with us, especially all these fires. So much vengeance. I know. I don't have the time or energy. I'm over here making cocktails. (laughs) One terrible story after another. So the good news is you won't have a whole lot of fire left with us. We're going to be on to a new season soon, but we will be right back here next week to chat with you some more. And we hope you join us. Criminalia is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, please visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.